welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week, we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays and a special guest, Cassidy Keefe. Well, if that name sounds familiar to you, Cassidy Keefe is the person who said to me, Coach, you need to pray at the end of your podcast. And so, it's with great pleasure and joy that I have invited her to be a part of this week's episode. And it is a special episode. I encourage you to lean in and to really get what she is talking about because she is going to help us understand the ups and downs of sharing Christ with your family. So without further ado, let's bring in this week's guest, on the Agape Leaders Podcast, Cassidy Keith. Well, welcome in, Cassidy. I'm excited for you to be here. You know, before we came on, and this is for the listeners and those of you who are maybe watching this on YouTube, Cassidy and I were talking, and Cassidy, you were sharing a conversation that you had with your mom. And as much as you want to share, as raw as you want to share, would you share a little bit of that with our listeners? Because I think what you were saying, people need to hear because it's not always a victory. Sometimes you gotta wonder, man, I'm a bit discouraged. So for the past three months, I've been really just trying to focus my heart and my life, um, you know, to God and focusing on my faith and my relationship with Him. And while growing in that, you know, some of my friends caught along and they got you know, pulled in and intrigued and they were asking me questions and you know, and now they have a Bible and now they have a crucifix hanging from their car and around their neck and now they pray. And I've had, you know, friends tell me that I was the first person to really enlighten them or for, um, you know, just out of all the people they've talked to, they said that, you know, I was the one that really reeled them in and could show them what other people didn't. And, you know, so I tried taking it to the next step and I tried bringing that conversation to my mom. And my mom grew up um, as a Catholic and growing up she was explaining to me that it was scary because Catholicism is just very much different and people say it's harsh and everything. And she had admitted to me that it scared her. And, you know, she had found another church while she was young. And, you know, it's like the church that me and Mays go to. It's nice. You sing and you dance and you praise and the people are nice. And so I tried talking to her about faith because she had told me that what she believes is if you're a good person, you'll go to heaven. And I wanted to tell her, and I did tell her, that you know that's a good thing but i wanted to try to shift her focus on building a relationship with christ because that's what really matters i feel like and you know i know in the bible it says you know when you're there face to face with god he says depart from me i never knew you not depart from me you weren't a good person Mm -hmm. and We could have worded things way better, and we could have definitely been a little nicer to each other in that conversation. 
but um, I felt defeated because at the end of the conversation, it turned into an argument. Mm-hmm. And we got both, we both got really defensive of our own beliefs and our own thoughts. And it just turned into me like storming off because I just couldn't take it. It was all, it was building up in my head and my body. I was shaking. She was getting stressed out. And that's hard because I was so confident, is the word mm. I was trying to find earlier. I was so confident that I could really reel her in and it completely backfired. Completely. Yeah. And now I'm in this position with my mom where, you know, I'm scared to go downstairs and talk to her. And I'm, you know, I'm scared. And we, we did say I love you. We squashed it. We, we did. We worked past that. But that awkwardness and the tension is still roaming a little bit. So. Yeah. That's really good. I love when you said it doesn't say depart from me. You weren't a good person. It says depart from me. I never knew you. And so you were speaking to the importance of having a relationship with Jesus Christ, accepting what Jesus Christ did on the cross for the forgiveness of your sins. So I, if you don't mind, I want to encourage you. One of the words that Cassidy used before we came on was discouraged. And so I want to encourage you with this. The Bible tells us that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy but this is Jesus Christ talking he says but I come that you may have life to the full or have abundant life and so when you look at your walk and we've been talking you and I uh, not a ton but we we talk and we've met at church a couple of times and, so, and I know that you're walking with Christ and so as you walk with Christ the enemy says oh no you not <laughs> because This is something for everybody, and this is what you don't want to hear, but this is what you need to hear. You are either with Christ or you are with the enemy. And somebody might say, no, I don't believe in the devil either. That's fine. You don't have to believe in the devil, but you are either with Christ or you are with the enemy, regardless of what you believe. This is what I believe. And so if I'm wrong, cool. We all die. Everybody goes into the grave. And that's that. But if I am right, if Cassidy is right in what we believe, then if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, if you don't accept what he did on the cross to forgive your sins, so you might have a right relationship with God the Father, then you are going to be eternally separated from him, whatever that looks like. And so I feel like you are in a battle and so you love your mom and you want your mom to come to know Christ so the enemy comes along and says hmm how can I get in between Cassidy and her mom and destroy this how can I steal her encouragement how can I kill her desire to want to speak to her mom you know what can I do here to disrupt this and so that's that's his plan. But where he fails is you continue to rely on Jesus Christ. I don't know if you guys heard her say it, but she said, when it was over, we still love each other. We said we love each other. We just kind of squashed it. And that's a part of it. So you trust God and you say, okay, Lord, I didn't, I didn't represent you well. I got to argue. I did all these things. I didn't represent you well. 
That's how. That's exactly how it felt. But God says, no problem, Cassidy. I knew exactly how that was going to turn out when you went in. And it's, it's a, it's the, th- thank you, Jesus. The thing of it is this, and I know I'm talking too much. It's supposed to be listening to Cassidy. <laughs> but the thing of it is this, you were willing to rep Jesus Christ. You were willing to say, no, I'm for Christ to whomever. And it didn't work out. Okay. Because you're still repping Jesus Christ. You were still in church this morning. You know, and not that being in church is the be all end all. Because you can, oh, I heard a, a friend of mine say, you know her, uh, Jerilyn. Mm-hmm. Jerilyn said, uh, you're in the church door, but on your way to hell. Because just going to church alone isn't the answer. It's always, 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 and this is for you guys. This might be a teaser. It's always, 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 do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? It is never, are you a good person? It is never, did you give to someone else? It is always, 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 do you have a relationship with Jesus Christ? And so, you can be in the church door, I'm there, I stand up, I say hallelujah, I dance, I do all these things, but I have zero relationship with Jesus Christ. I don't really know him. And so that's the passage that you quoted. He's going to say, depart from me, I never knew you. He's not going to say, depart from me, you didn't dance well enough in church. (laughs) Depart from me, you didn't raise your hands right in church. Depart from me, you were late that one time to church. It's all that's irrelevant. Mm. Do you have a relationship with him? And so I want to kind of dive into your relationship with Jesus Christ because you have one. And I really want the people to hear your heart. If you can think about it, mm-hmm. will you talk to us kind of that we, we met a year ago, mm-hmm. gosh, a year and a half. Almost two years. Almost two years. And so I remember when you started bringing your Bible to class and you would sit and you would just, ladies and gentlemen, she was my TA. She was not uh, being this, you know, she was, she didn't have any work to do sometimes. And so she would read her Bible. She was not doing, you know, I'm reading my Bible. Don't be putting that U.S. history on me. (laughs) So would you talk us through kind of how your journey has been? Because there you were, you know, you went and got you a Bible. Now you're taking your Bible, you're reading your Bible. And just share a little bit of this journey that you've been on. Before, when I would talk, up until like a month ago, before if I was talking about my walk with God, I would always tell everybody that I started when I was in seventh grade. But that's not true. I went to church in seventh grade and I sang songs in seventh grade. I did exactly what you pretty much just explained, Mm. you know, did all the things that a Christian would do, but not having a relationship. You know, I was young and it was hard to understand. And I mean, my family wasn't the type to go to church. So I kind of just had myself and, you know, the people around to kind of guide me. But it was just harder at a younger age, you know, trying to understand all of that is a lot. But um, I didn't really start taking my walk seriously I should say until I met you and until I came into your room that one day 
and I was crying. I remember it was third period because it was your free period. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not about to be in my, in my third period. I'm about to go to his third period and I need to talk to him ASAP Rocky. And I went in there and I was like, I need to talk to you about God. And you were like, let's talk. And I told you, I was like, I'm scared. And I will never forget that you looked at me and you said, good. <laughs> and that, honestly, I was like, what? In my head, I was like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what do you mean good? Like, and I, that's where it pretty much started. I will say that it might be wrong of me to say this, but I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for you. Oh, praise God. Because... I had nobody else like you until I met you. Mm. You were the only person who could sit there and talk to me for hours and hours about this type of stuff. And you were so willing to guide me What, no matter what time of day it was. If I needed to call you, I would call you. If I needed to meet you somewhere, you'd meet me. If I had to see you at church, you'd let me know which church you were at. You know, like you were always there. And that helped so much. I want to say, um, so I would say you helped a lot with a kick with that kickstart. Mm. You got me going. You pushed me, and you you got that wheel to turn. I will say, and when I started taking, you know, that relationship, and um, how should I say this? <laughs> I'm trying to find the right words. When I was a senior, it was February, and I had a boyfriend who also helped me with my walk through God. And when we were dating, he became schizophrenic and that was really bad because when he was like that and you know I put myself around him and he you know he was in a schizophrenic episode he would say a, a lot of bad things but he would tell me that God was speaking through him and I realized that there was some sort of evil inside of him and I put myself around it and I started seeing that evil too. And going through it in the moment, I was just wondering why God would put me through such a thing. And now all I think about when I look back is I am grateful I went through that and I was grateful that I got to see the evil. So I was able to see how good the good really was. I, you know, I put my foot in that deep dark water and that made me never want to look back mm. and that was so important and when I went through all of that and went through all of that evil it just I don't know I can't stress how important it was I would go to you every day like crying I had to go to the guidance counselor crying because I didn't know what to do and how to handle it and like Nobody really wants to handle evil. <laughs> Nobody does. Nobody does. It's such a tricky thing to put yourself through. 
So, but I am very much grateful that I did go through that because now I can see what the Lord has blessed me with. And it also helped me recognize the good from the evil. Mm-hmm. It helped me recognize how I, uh, it helped me recognize to see the signs that were coming from God and the signs that weren't coming from God. You know, it helped me see, am I messing up my path? Is the devil messing up my path? Am I putting myself first? Am I ruining this? You know, is it me? Is it somebody else? So I think being able to differentiate the situations and the signs that you receive, I think that's really important because anything can happen. And, you know, if you just tell yourself all the time, oh, that's God. Oh, that's God. Even if it's negative. Oh, God did that to me. Oh, he just put me through it. Not all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get in the way of your own relationship, and that's just how it goes. Sometimes you choose your choose to believe yourself over him, and you think that you know in the moment you got it and that you know what you're doing, and you know going through all of that way back in my senior year was just so special because it's just easier now to hear God's voice mm-hmm. and not get the God and the devil's voice mixed up or even my own. Um, and you know, all after that storm had passed, um, a lot of peace came through my life. And I have been in this peace for almost a year now, after I graduated. <laughs> um, could be just that, you know. But <laughs> God, school was rough. But um, you know, now I'm in this peace. And one thing I was thinking about to myself is... My friend had talked to me the other day saying that he feels bad for going to God when he's just in a storm. Mm. And I kind of put that, you know, I kind of talked to myself about the same situation. Like, do I do that? Mm. And I kind of realized, no, because for the past few months, I haven't had much to really not pray for, but ask for. Mm. You know, God, can you do this for me? God, can you do that? It's more, you know, this season of my walk is more about honestly just giving thanks. Every time I pray, it's honestly, thank you for letting me see another day. Mm. Thank you for keeping my friends and my family safe and healthy. And thank you for just pushing me. And, you know, da 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 So now that I'm in this peace with my life, it's so good. It feels so good because... What was I going to say? It feels good to have... I almost feel like I'm just rejoicing with him. Like, mm. I had him in my deepest, toughest times... So why wouldn't I have him in the calm too? Mm. You know, he's telling me, my friend was telling me like, I just, you know, don't go to him when I'm not going through. I don't have anything to pray for and da 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 But in my eyes, this is great. This is, if I could be here forever, this is where I don't want to be in the deep, 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 deep all the time. I want to be in this peace, whether I have, you know, um, I mean, whether I'm in the dark or the light, if I have God with me, you know, that's great. That's, that, that, that's it. That's all I need. But being here with him in this peace is just so nice. And not having to be hurt is just so nice. And he really is good. And I feel like um, I'm just going through this break right now with him, enjoying, you know, every day when I'm out with my friends, I say, thank you, God, for letting me enjoy this time with them. Thank you for these moments. Thank you for these memories. It's really just all about giving thanks right now in this moment of my walk. Praise God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not encouraged right now, rewind and listen to that again. Because the long story short of it is we oftentimes will not give God glory in the peace. We have the peace 
And so we forget about him. And this was, as we read the Bible, we see it. As soon as people started getting what they wanted, the Israelites, they just turned their back on God. And so Cassidy is giving us a reminder that you can enjoy God even in the peace. Would you give the people a final encouraging word and then we'll get out of here. Let me see. What seems to be the theme of this talk is just to not be discouraged. That's what I need to at least tell myself is to not be discouraged. And if it, you know, I needed to talk to you because you helped me see that I shouldn't be discouraged. And you helped me see the light of things. And I hope that other people can see, you know, the better side, the brighter side and the greener side of, you know, situations that they're put in and just to not give up on God and to not give up on your relationship with him. And, you know, even when it gets tough, just know that there is a brighter side and there is a greener side. And I've witnessed it, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. And you can get there, too. Praise God. Well, we'll leave it at that. Thanks for joining us. Of course. Anytime. I love you guys so much. Wow, wow, wow. What a blessing. I'm so thankful that Cassidy said yes to appear on the podcast. It's so easy to just say no when people ask you to do things and step out of your comfort zone. You know, I I love the fact that she said that she was a bit discouraged, but even though she was discouraged, she came on and she shared. I pray that you got something out of that. So let me pray for us. You know who encouraged me to pray for all these episodes. And I'm very grateful for that. But let me pray for us and then I'll get us out of here. Father, thank you so much for Cassidy Keith. I love the fact that I'm praying right now for this episode. She's the one that told me I need to start praying more for these episodes. And now I get to pray for her at the end of the episode that she was a part of. So thank you for her. Thank you for the walk that you have allowed her to have. Thank you for the growth that you have allowed her to have. And Lord God, we just pray that as she continues to share you with her family, that they would begin to see you in her and that they would want to know the reason for the hope that she has within her. Lord, we pray for all those who are seeking to share you with their family. That can be very difficult, but with you, all things are possible. So we just want to thank you for that, Lord God. Lord God, there are so many people who are hurting these days. I pray that you would open the eyes of the Christians around them so that we can see and be there to help, Lord God. Use us as you see fit. And we receive that and we ask for that in Jesus' name. As always, Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.